When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back from the Black Lives Matters movement and the health and economic disparities highlighted by the COVID-19 pandemic. America's history of racial inequality runs deep. But how can we move towards justice and equality? The new book, Lies About Black People, takes a deeper look into this issue and how we can move towards that uh, racial equality that we are all hoping to achieve. Here to share more about his book and its purpose is author Dr. Omakongo Dabinga. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, the, the title of the book speaks volumes. Um, to you, what are some of these lies that you're tackling? Well, one of the reasons that we have to tackle the lies is because our foundation of this country has been built off of lies about different groups to keep people apart. Julian Bond said, if you flip the words of America, it spells out I am race. Mm -hmm. So some of the topics I talk about, the idea that black people can't swim, black people are bad with money, black people are more likely to be prone to criminal behavior, black people can tolerate more pain. These types of ideas have been at the heart of so much legislation and discrimination in this country, and I like to dispel those myths in the book. Now, let's talk about why now. Mm -hmm. This is a, a time that you uh, brought this book out. Yes, well right now people always talk about how we're more divided now as a country than ever before. And I believe that so many people were inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement, but wanted to go a little bit deeper after the rallies, after the protest, after the chants. What else can we do? So one of the things we have to do is we have to deepen our knowledge, and you can't lead if you don't read. So I wanted to have people learn more information to improve their work as activist-minded people, and I really wanted something that could help bring us together. So in the book, I'm not only talking about lies about black people, but lies about Irish people, about Italian people, mm -hmm. about Asian people, things that, have been, things that have been used to keep us apart. Going into this next election, people are all over the place now, and I wanted this book to kind of serve as a way to help us find common ground in these uncommon times. Right. And you kind of spoke on this, but who would you say this book is for? This book really, when I first wrote it, I wrote it for people who were in the suburbs, you know, maybe like kind of white suburban moms. Mm -hmm. But when I first started asking people about lies that they were told about black people, I heard from everybody, including many black people. And so mm -hmm. who talked about the lies and how, what they were told and how it affected them from being their greatest. And so this book is for anybody who really wants to challenge the myths and the stories that they were told. Incredible. And so for the readers out there, are there you know, and I know that you get some feedback. Mm -hmm. You know, have you heard? What is some feedback that you've gotten from people? Oh, absolutely. One of the things I do in the book is I give people activities that they can do in the book. I also have some of my poetry in the book, but I actually interview other people. There's about 17 or 18 interviews in there from people of all backgrounds on their anti-racist journey, old, young, black, white, Asian, uh, male, female, everything. And so they've been talking about, wow, I didn't realize this until I was 21. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize this till I'm 50. I'm just learning this now. I'm concerned for my kids and so people are learning through this book there are powerful activities in there like the rule of seven where I'm asking people to test their own commitment to diversity what do your seven closest neighbors look like what do your seven best friends look like the seven best friends of your kids last seven authors of the books that you read so those types of things have been very revelatory for people because it's showing them where they truly are and their commitment to diversity
That's very life-changing. It is, mm -hmm. truly. And what would you say are some kind of practical steps or activities that people can take to fight against stereotypes and lies? Well, the first thing we do, you know, I speak at schools across the country, corporations, government groups, and I do this same exercise everywhere I go. One of the first things we need to do is take an honest look at what we were taught, mm -hmm. the stories we were told. You know, when I was growing up, there was a, a stereotype about, you know, Asian people can't drive. And a lot of people in my community picked that up. But where did we hear it? Where did we stop? You know, we have to go back. I teach my, my kids at American University, my students. Where did you first learn that lie about black people, about gay people, about women, about this? So you have to go back and do a self-analysis first and then look at how those lies you were told affected your relationships with those groups. You're not responsible for what you were taught, but you are responsible for unlearning once you get exposed to the truth. And, you know, there are some talks about the curriculum now. People mm -hmm. are having those conversations, whether the curriculum stays the same yes. or there are changes. Now, this is a start, mm -hmm. but are you optimistic for, you know, the future in this country as far as racism goes? I'm, I'm very optimistic. I, I speak of young people across the country, and they really give me hope. They haven't seen the things that we've seen or the things that people older than us have seen. And what they need is direction. And we have this all this media and everything out there. Everyone's fighting for their attention. But when you come to them with the truth, when you come to them in the spirit of unity and bringing people together and creating a community where people can be celebrated and not tolerated, I feel like they really vibe and identify with that. And so whether I'm talking about it in a book or through my spoken word or hip hop, young people like that. And so when I'm around them, I get all the optimism in the world. Awesome. And uh, quickly, where can people find this book if they want to buy it? They can find it wherever books are sold. Uh, they can go to liesaboutblackpeople.com. I'll be doing a reading next week at Busboys and Poets. Uh, next Tuesday, people can come out. But everywhere, Barnes & Noble is the Amazon bestseller you know, right now as well. So wherever people get their books, they can get this book. Awesome. Dr. Dominga, thank you so much. We thank really you. appreciate you having on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>